Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Breeze Nation, we doing this live? We doing this live? I think we're doing it live. We're back at it again. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. It's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Y'all already know how we get down, and the pettiest man alive is in the building. Mr. Hey. P-Kid, as always. Kid, what's good with you, my boy? Man, feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. What's up with you? Hey, man, I'm just out here trying to, uh, you know, figure out how much, how I can get some of Nick Bosa's money. That's really all it is at the end of the hey, day. I mean, 170 mil to Nick Bosa, bro. You 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 had to know that the the grandson of you know probably one of the biggest crime figures in Chicago was going to get something. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, you had to go. You had to take it there. You I had, had to, to go there to early. The I mean, it's Nick Bosa. I mean, people going to act like his his pops didn't run with Capone. His pops ran with Capone. Was well, grandfather ran with Capone? Whatever. It's in the lineage. He's there. You don't talk about it much. Hey, man, we're going to jump into and, and here's the thing, right? The Nick Bosa uh, uh, signing does affect the Chicago Bears. We're going to talk about the signing, talk about how it affects the Bears. Also, it is still Bears Packers week. So we got to get into some conversation on how this team uh, is going to prepare for that Packers team might have a little bit of an advantage. And I saw a very, very interesting tweet that really puts in perspective. Mm, OK, the Chicago Bears are. <laughs> based on where we've come from so we'll talk about all that more on today's episode of the windy city breeze sports talk daily hit that like button subscribe to the page and y'all know leave that five-star review over on the podcast side you already know what to do let's jump into it kid how you feeling my boy i mean listen we got we got we got money getting thrown around here 170 mil can't wait for us to get deals like that jesus christ you know what pat i don't think we ever getting deals like that i don't even know how to act 170 million I mean, how many listen, years is it it, it 170 mil over five. It'll be 170 mil split between us. I mean, that's fine, but I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it's still 170 mil. I'm going to say we got 170 mil. They don't got to know how it's split. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to figure out at what point and why. Like, why did they do that? Like, why? 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 Well, I, listen, I, I, I love the deal. I think here's the thing at the end of the day. Nick Bosa is one of the best uh, – um, pass rushers in the game. I, I'm going to be real with you. Here's my issue with a lot of a lot of what people are doing, right? Nick Bosa last season had 18 and a half sacks. He's 25 years old. We don't have to play the I'm going to wait to pay this guy game with everybody. Running backs, I 100% get it. I understand what you're saying. Why would I pay this Dog, guy? That's 34 with million. He making QB money. Hey, bro. <laughs> he, he, he got he 18. And, bro, he got 18 and a half sacks last season. <laughs> Uh, uh, Chris M asked the question, a, a very good question. Sorry, we didn't bring this out immediately. Uh, how, how much did they give him in guaranteed money? 122 million. 122 million. 122 million. He's making bread out here. But I think I think here's the thing: we don't have to sit here and do that with everybody. But when you got a dude that's 25 years old, and over his last two seasons he's put up 15 and a half and 18 and a half, you pay him his money. <laughs> you give him what he's looking for. He's not 30. He's not 35. He's 25. You got 10 years out of this man, basically. 
You know what I mean? Like you, you and listen, you're probably going to be in a position where you're going to be paying him again. But I, I personally, uh, I, I think that Nick Bosa absolutely deserves this money. And I think the conversation on how it affects what the Bears are doing long-term is an interesting one, right? Because there are two other pass rushers who are basically, one is in a holdout and Chris Jones, and one is in a hold-in and Brian Burns, who basically are now looking at this being like, oh, yeah. We just waiting on somebody to get the bread because guess what? I'm not, I'm next up, baby. Um, that's it. That's literally yeah. it. The, the next up mentality. And so I think that this is something where, one, I think, listen, San Francisco needed this guy, right? It's not like that's Nick Bosa's – we're not talking about Nick Bosa like he's a schmuck. Granted, this defense can go out there and still be elite with him, but it's even better when you have Nick Bosa on that side of the field. He's a guy you have to worry about 24-7 on the field. You pay guys like that. He's elite. He's top. T.J. Watt's going to be next. I don't mm -hmm. think T.J.'s got his extension yet, right? And there's some guys out here that, mm -hmm. are, that are waiting on their money that I think realistically, though, right, now you see the $170 million. Here's the question to the chat. Here's the question to you. Are we going to see Brian Burns, who is basically in that same situation, 25-year-old pass rush? I believe he was 15 and a half sacks last season as well, I want to say. I know he's got 38 total career sacks already. He's only been in the league four years. He's got 38 sacks already. But um, will right we see Brian team. Burns get Brian a Burns similar? Had 12 and a half sacks last season. 12 and a half sacks last season. So you're not going to pay him the same amount, right? But what we see Brian Burns get his contract done now that Nick Bosa has set the parameters, that goes to the Panthers side of things where we on Panthers watch every day on this channel. Yeah, yeah. Every, every show you see me on, we on Panthers watch. I think the, the crazy thing, and this is where I want to ask you, because you mentioned how does this affect the, the Chicago Bears um, one, I was immediately thinking of, hey, yesterday's price is not today's price on a lot of these players in these skill positions. How how is Poe's going to handle that and how he's managed things? But we've gotten a lot. We've we're well. We I mean we got money to blow. Pause. Like we got we got we got money. So how I gotta ask you, how does this affect us? Like realistically, I mean, listen. One, I think you look at the the Brian Burns situation, right, and say, are the, is he going to get anything near this? You're talking about maybe giving him 150. You're talking about maybe giving him 130, right? Trying to figure that out, figure that price tag out with Brian Burns. The Panthers have no pass rush without him, right? So you're in a situation now where Ryan Poles has made a trade that now is uh, uh, coinciding with a contract dispute. And their best pass rush rate on the team, they're going to have problems defensively. That makes your pick even that much more valuable. I think on the flip side of that, you also have to look at the fact that Chris mm -hmm. Jones is a guy that you got to play in week four. We're talking about this, but now this, this part right here is more of a if the Bears can handle business the first two weeks of the season, right? The Bears yep. are a better team than the Packers. The Bears are a better team than the Buccaneers. I, I feel a lot better if we go into that uh, 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 Kansas City game 2-0 and and – you're trying to figure out whether we need to pay Chris Jones or not still, right? Because I don't think – Chris Jones is not going to get this deal. No, he's not. Chris Jones isn't going to get this deal. He's he's 30 years old. Yes, he's 15 and a half sacks last season. Or I shouldn't say – he's not 30 years old yet, 29. He's heading towards the wrong side of 30. He's not going to get this deal. Nick Bosa got this deal at the perfect time. Nick Bosa getting this deal, I think, sets a market. Now it's whether Chris Jones is going to be willing to accept that. I think he probably feels he's on par with the Nick Bosa, though. So he's probably still sitting in that situation where now I'm okay. I'll sit out till week eight. 
with that being paired with the Travis Kelsey situation now, the Bears are in a position where you could start off the season. And this is how football is, right? We can make our preseason predictions. We could do all of this stuff. We could sit here and break down all this tape, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the day, the actual game of football will change your perception. If one guy gets hurt, one guy misses time, right? Like all of a sudden, right? We went from feeling like, oh, man, the, 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 uh, uh, Chiefs are a lock to win this first game versus the Lions tomorrow. To all of a sudden, now we like, hey, listen, uh, they ain't got no Travis Kelsey, no Chris Jones. This might be interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I looked at that. I was like, hey, we might have a chance. But then again, I also have to remember it's, it's Pat Mahomes. They they literally call him Magic Man. Um, not a really good nickname, but that's what they call him. That's, that's uh, interesting. When I want to know what's uh, what the what the meaning behind that is, but all right, we'll go with it. You know what I mean? Hey, hey fam. <laughs> but hey. no, I just, I just, I, I look at the situation that the 49ers, with them signing Nick Bosa, with them getting this contract done, have nah, put nah, Chris Jones getting that contract, dog. I ain't, I ain't, no, nah, he getting that bread. Hey, listen. years old you might not get that deal the chiefs might not be willing to offer you that deal if the chiefs aren't willing to offer you that deal that deal is not on the table that doesn't mean somebody else won't offer you that deal but as far as it pertains to Mm -hmm. what the bears need to do he probably won't be there till week eight because i don't think the chiefs are going to offer him that deal now here's the thing though here's here's where you have to evaluate what's more important to you because a lot of times we see that 170 and people forget it's not 170 up front it's 170 over five breaks down about 34 million dollars a year so because he's older i could see him on a six a two-year deal 68 million dollars fully guaranteed or more than that's that's me thinking in the terms of hey do you want to just be the highest paid in, in number or do you want to just be comparable in, in annual pay because that's what most players, that's what most fans get. You want that guarantee. That's what some players fight for. I want to get, I want my annual contract, my annual pay to be equal to the best in the league. And so he's worth 30, 30 to 35 million a year. And for a two year, I, I can see them doing that for two years. He ain't going to get a five year deal out of nobody. That's not going to happen. Well, I think, I think that's the thing, right? You want that guarantee. The, the, the enticing part for most of these players is not, um, the entire part for most of these players is not I, I get the big money in the year over year, right? Like Daniel Jones got $40 million, right? $40 million QB. Everybody like, realistically is a $20 million QB because they're probably going to cut him next season. More than likely, unless he comes out and has this miraculous season, all of a sudden Brian Dable unlocks this guy mm-hmm. and he goes out there and cooks. They're not paying him $20 million next year. He got a $20 million deal to be here one more year. And when we find our next quarterback, we're going to move on from you. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a situation like that uh, um, with with a Chris Jones, but I, I don't think that, right, it would be so much of a guarantee that you would have to put on that. Like, you would have to say, yeah, I'm going to give you, what'd you say it was, two years, 64, whatever it is? Two years, 68 Fully million. guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. And you that's something I think they'd be able to do. Fully guaranteed. I think that's something they'll find a way to do. But then again, right, it's about guaranteeing that money over the long term. Again, football contracts could be gone. Chris Jones might not want that. He might say, I want a three, four year deal. I'm not dead. I'm just 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So I think I think that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a side of this where it's yes, I'm having I, I get this money and I get to go out there year over year and and have this money guaranteed. But there's also, I want the years guaranteed. I don't want to be up and moving 
in one year, two years, whatever it is, right? I don't want there to be a, hey, listen, you got your money. We're going to take this mm -hmm. dead cap mm -hmm. hit, blah, blah, blah. I think Chris Jones is more of an interesting situation that's going to be, that's going to take a longer time to get solidified. I think that the Brian Burns situation is one that that deal could get done, but they ain't got no choice. I, I you, you don't because no at this point you kept him around. You ain't got no choice. It makes no sense to have him around. Like you said, it makes no sense to keep him around at the same time. Who you got? You, you got. Who you no, got? You got. Like you, I mean, listen, the defense isn't deplete of talent, but he's your best pass rusher by far. He's a guy that's going to cause pressure. He's a guy that's going to wreak havoc. You're trying to rebuild this thing from the ground up. And to me, right, like, especially if it, it it's the same conversation that we had about Mitch Trubisky so many times. To mm -hmm. me... When you have an elite pass rusher on the other side, that makes life easier for your young quarterback if he's starting at the 40. Brian Burns an elite pass rusher. You know, so if I'm Brian Burns and I see Nick Bosa, 25 years old, just like me, getting this contract, 170 million. Yeah, I don't have Nick Bosa stats over the last two years. I can't even pretend like I do. But what I do have is 38 sacks already and the best option you got. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, no, Nick Bosa is only 43 sacks. Yeah, but short, I have what is that? What's that? Six left sacks? Six less sacks in my career? Now, granted, he got 18 and a half a year ago. So he caught up real quick. But caught up real quick. <laughs> he caught up real quick, right? But I can sit there and make the argument to say, uh, how much is six less sacks worth? Because I want that. That's probably 160. With a hundred mil guarantee, four years, forty, uh, four years, forty-three sacks. You said Brian Burns was four years. How many? Brian Burns, four year, thirty-eight sacks. Uh, you know what? At the end of the day, it also it also breaks down to what's your impact and how does it equate to us winning. It's a big it's a big difference between Nick Bosa getting his money because he's pivotal to the San Francisco 49ers being competitive and staying in a winning position. You can't say that about Brian Burns. It's not to say that he is as an individual contributor wouldn't be or, or wouldn't garner that type of, of money. But for what the position that Carolina is in, it's like I don't think that will be the best investment for them now, especially since they're in such a retool. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not that he's not worthy. It's the team is not in a position to pay him. You're going to be paying him while you still build everything else, and you only have so many years of this high-level production. That it would probably be best to move on from him if you're going to handle it from that. Like, they're they need to start over from the top to uh, top bottom. Do like what Ryan Pose did. Like, we had a great defense. He he broke it down because it yeah, was the time frame wasn't the going situation. Work. But the situation with Ryan Poles is, right, Ryan Poles was dealing with Chris Jones versus Brian Burns, who's 25. I get you. 25 is a very different and, – and realistically, right, if you're good at this, it should take you three years. If you got a good GM, a good head coach, all that in play, it should take you three years. We're two it's years into this, and our expectation is for the Bears to win eight games. It's the Panthers. We don't know if the they Panthers get at anything. Hey, 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 we, we won three games last year. The that Panthers won tank. seven. That was a planned tank. They were hey, trying. The Panthers won <laughs> hey, they, seven. They were and I think the thing is, right, if you're the Panthers, you can't blow this up because of how your division is set. You're in the NFC South. I can say that the Saints are going to win 10 games, but they might not be healthy enough to do that. Heck, we ain't seen Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas play on the team basically in two years. Who's that last name you mentioned? 
Michael Thomas. He still plays? <laughs> Dang. Okay. All right. Bet. There you go. I think he's, I think he's only like 25. <laughs> oh, he's only 25? Hey, bro, just been injured. Man's man only played like one season last time I checked. But anyway, <laughs> and and that's what I'm saying, right? Like I can sit here and say, actually, no, he's 30. He's 30 years old. Nah, see, um, yeah, yeah, he's been, he been there for a minute. He got he got he, he got his chickens in order. But I mean, realistically, right? Last two seasons, he just 2020. Last season, we really saw Michael Thomas play. It's 2019. Did you say four years ago? 2019, 2020, mm. he kind of played. He played 13 games, started seven. He kind of played, didn't play at all in 2021, missed the season due to injury, but he's been injured in and out. I guess 2022. Hey, dog, this I mean, football. Three games. Hey, dog, this football. I holler at you. If he goes in, if he's go, listen, if I'm if I'm New Orleans, I holler at you. If he's great somewhere else, great job. Listen, you, you, good you for you. you. Get you an extra bag. Go somewhere else. But I'll holler at you. I'm not going to tie myself to you. I, it's, you just missed four, four years, technically, what, three seasons? Three? You basically missed three seasons, pretty much. Hey, dog. I, I, listen, it's been one. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been one. I'll holler at you. I'll holler at you. I, like, I, we, I don't People I don't still disagree. draft Michael Thomas like he, like he actually means something now. You don't even know what he's going to do. I, I don't even know if he's going to be there. Man, I don't you even know, know exactly gonna what he's going to do. He's going to be on the bench. That's 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 the that's the hard part, right? It's just like you we keep having this same conversation around guys like Michael Thomas, guys like you know what I mean. Like in football, listen, you miss that much time, it it, it like you said, it is it's over. The problem is they paid him. The problem is he's already got his chicken. Hey, listen, I paid you already. You ain't gonna play regardless. I holler at you. I holler at you. I'm coming losses. I holler at you. I don't even want to see you in the building. I don't want you to see. I wouldn't want him to walk past me if I'm that GM. And just look at the fact that I made a mistake. I wouldn't even want to see that every day. I uh, holler at you. GM, the GM ain't there no more. So uh, that, that plays a part into it as well. No, I wouldn't I just, even want to be the owner who I, gave the power to that GM. I just, I, <laughs> I just, I realistically look at the situation that Carolina's in and say, yeah, you may feel like you're that far off, but you were seven wins last year and you think you added a better quarterback. Uh, now, granted, you lost DJ Moore, you lost Deontay Foreman. Can you go out there and replicate or find a running back that can do what Deontay Foreman could? Probably. I'm not, he's not, oh, my God, we can't replace this guy. Can you go out there and replace what Brian Burns did? Probably not. And seven wins last season, you were like three wins off from winning the division. I'm still if that's the case, I feel like I got a shot to win the division every year. Maybe I can't win a Super Bowl, but you get a chip in the chair and you can win your division every year. That ain't something that you just be like, nah, I'm cool. Hey, dog. I know we trying to sit here and make this a very plausible thing for the Panthers. I want the chat to hear me, hear me clear. CJ Stroud looked like Ringo. I mean, not CJ Stroud. Uh, Bryce Young looked like Young. Ringo behind that line. That man looked so small. I literally saw the photo of him in the red shirt, and it was like, oh, yeah, Bryce Young getting snaps. I was like, where is he? <laughs> I thought I thought he was like the I thought that was a water boy about to hand somebody a helmet. That man's so yeah. small. Listen, if you hang in your hat, they messed that up. CJ Stroud, somebody else. That's hey, look, you talk about two. Hey, listen, that I don't, don't, don't want to hear that now because he was that short coming in and y'all was all excited. And I was like, hey man, he probably not gonna be good. No, he got it. He can step up in the pot. They gonna wait, be wait, able wait, to wait, 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 wait. I was a CJ Stroud guy. Hey, y'all was on y'all was, was on a both CJ of them mugs. Y'all was riding on both of them mud paws. That's crazy. Uh, y'all was rolling Damn. with both of them Ooh. mugs, dog. 
It was a, it was a tag team affair, bro. It was a CJ. I was a, I was like, Panthers need to get CJ. That's gonna be in a different situation. I wasn't expecting them to get Bryce. I hey, get, I, nah. It, it's that's a. I mean that. Listen, that that's the that's the gamble you take when you take the guy that is the most hyped guy that won the most in college. A lot of times that don't pan out. So we'll see what that ends up being. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us, man. If you haven't done so, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We talked about kind of how the Nick Bosa contract does go into helping the Chicago Bears. And the fact that Nick Bosa got the baggy bag out here. Yeah, baggy I mean, it's bag. crazy. Baggy bag, big baggy <laughs> bag out here. I said Ringo going to do good in Carolina. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> it's crazy. It's Give, him Give him two years. Give him two years. It's crazy. Hey, man, uh, this is something that I actually wanted to get into to kind of talk about. Let's do it. Let's do where it. We th where we're at based on where we, we came from. Ryan Poles has been here two years. And like we talked about, plan tank. He planned this tank last season flawlessly. When I say flawlessly, I mean flawlessly because Max Markham on Twitter at Max Markham NFL. Y'all give him a follow. Big Bears fan, big Bears guy, always drops stuff. Justin Fields, super supporter. It gets weird sometimes. But he put out a tweet of where are they now? Chicago Bears 2022 starters. Where are they now? Let me run through this list for y'all real quick. Oh, you got the list? I was pulling up the tweet. I, I, got, I got the list right here. Let's go. Because Let's go. my guy, Nick Morrow, 17 starts. He's on the Eagles practice squad. He started 17 games for the Chicago Bears. Why Sam Mustafer, 17 games, 16 starts. He's on the Ravens practice squad. Al-Kadiq Muhammad started 16 games. He got nine starts. He's on the Colts practice squad. Joe Thomas, 15 games, nine starts. He's a free agent. Now, granted, Joe Thomas a little bit older, longer in the tooth, but no. Michael Schofield, 11 games, four starts. He's a free agent. Robert Quinn, seven games, seven starts. We traded him away, got a pick back, utilized that pick. He's a free agent. DeAndre Houston Carson, 17 games, six starts. He's a free agent. Mike Pinnell, 17 games, two starts. He's a free agent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Riley Reef, 16 games, 10 starts. He's on the Patriots' second string and on IR. Armand Watts, 17 games, 12 starts. He's on the Steelers' third string. Mm. Travis Gibson just resigned 17 games, 10 starts. He's on the Titans' second string. He wanted to go to a spot where he was going to get more run. He's on their second string. Angelo Blackson, 15 games, four starts. Jaguars' second string. Matt Adams, 10 games, three starts. Browns' second string. Byron Pringle, 11 games, four. But I'm still going. Four starts. Commanders, second string. Kendall Bildor, 11 games, nine starts. He's on the Titans' third string. We also released Dante Pettis today. Let him cook. He's a free agent. Dante Pettis was third on the team in receptions last year. From one year to the next, we are in a completely different universe. Now, granted, the players still have to go out there and make plays, but our starting wide receiving core this year versus last year, our starting offensive line, we got a rookie on the offensive line that I think could kill half the dudes that we let go last season. I don't even know what he looked like yet. Like, when you realistically think about where the Bears are from one season to the next, 
you have to commend the job that Ryan Poles has done. And I'm saying this now because, right, when the season gets going, when the season starts to get uh, underway and if players underperform, different things like that, if the coaching staff isn't very good, whatever it may be, right, we've seen seasons go sour based on where the coaching staff and stuff like that has happened. Mm -hmm, But if mm -hmm. that does happen, I want it to be known right now that I'm giving Ryan Poles all his credit because – I mean, I just read y'all that list. I don't want none of them back. Maybe Travis. Travis is the only one that I was like, he should be on this team right now. But outside of Travis, and listen, I'm not that upset that they cut Travis because what do I always say? I had 36 inches of bare head over there built off of defense and linebackers. I can find another defensive lineman. I can find another. We we literally came into this season and said, hey, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but we don't have a defense. We got a bunch of DBs and no pressure. We came out of that with Demarcus Walker, Yannick, and Gakwe. So now we got pressure. We'll see. We hope. I think we will. I I, I think we do, I right? We like, listen, I, I think we do. But but I can sit there and look at what they did last season and say they created pressure last year. I would assume they're going to do it this year. I, I just appreciate the fact that, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say something. This is going to be a – I guess this is a hot take. Good Lord. Uh, Shout out to George McCaskey. It takes it takes real balls to understand that you've been doing something wrong for a long time and course correct <laughs> for your whole life, <laughs> you know. So if you're at the point where you're like, "Hey, this can't we this isn't sustainable. We have to make some moves," he he did that, yeah. right? And he's empowered Ryan Poles. He's empowered. He's empowered. Uh, God, I want who's our VP of. Uh, Black dude. Uh, why is his name? I keep wanting to say Ted Phillips, but it's not Ted Phillips. Oh, uh, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. There you go. Um, you know, like, shout out to him for actually being there and in, in deciding that, hey, listen, this hasn't gone well. I can't do it myself I, or my way doesn't work or the Hallis way. You know, we have to step into the 20th century and, and doing that. And not only did he do it from how the team is ran, he's even positioning the entire organization in the spot where they own their land and can build a state-of-the-art facility for their players and their fans. Shout-out to him for doing that. Like, it takes real guts to make that drastic of a move, despite the fact that half the city is like, don't do it. No, we got to go. And I, I got I like moves like that. It took him a little bit too long, but I can't fault him. I, I never judge a man by what he finally long. gets it right. We got to understand this. We got to understand this. George took over as the owner, I want to say, in 13. I think George took over as the owner. Right? Because they transferred it throughout the family. I, I, I don't, I don't, remember, I don't know if I had that right. exactly right. It might have been a little bit longer than that. But George ain't been at this forever. <laughs> so George hasn't been at the end. So that's the part that I'm not too well versed in. I'll be honest no, with you. Because, so, I don't know so, where the I, – I knew the family owned it, but who had ultimate control at what point? I'm still a little hazy on that one. So who had so, what win? So basically this has gone through the entire family. It was more so being – the McCaskies kind of just got to enjoy the benefits of things um, because – the Hallises were all still alive, but in I want to say the early 2000s or maybe even the 90s, uh, the last Hallis died off. He had a heart attack, so then it transferred to the McCaskies, and they basically have had different people. Ago. You said what? 
He became chairman uh, 2011. 2011, right. So I was close, 2011. So he hasn't been there that long. His brother was in charge before that, which, right, his brother was in charge for the year we go to the Super Bowl. His brother was in charge for the year that, you know, we we basically fell off the face of the earth. And his mama got mad and said, now it's your brother's turn to try. This is the first time that we've gone outside the family, though. Everything else has been inside the family. It's always been, okay, it's me and then whoever my GM is, Jerry Angelo, Ted Phillips, or uh, J- Jerry Angelo, uh, um, you know, like like however you want to break Ryan Pace, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's always just been that setup. This is the first time in history, I want to say, that the GM and president of the Bears has nothing to do with the family. Like they like completely different organization. It wasn't self-promoted. It wasn't right. So this is a serious thing that George is doing it's right huge. here. And it took him 10 years to figure it out. Again, I don't judge a man enough when he finally gets it right. I, I, I have a think, but he finally got it right. Sure. But they've there. You could they I'm pretty sure they have a rhyme and reason as to why they kept it the way they were. And we did see some success. We were yeah. never. I mean, the Bears, we've had our ups and downs, but let's let's be real. We were never the true worst team in the league. We uh, had no, maybe, we, we, we've had that. Maybe a you. I mean, let, let, let's be, there was always at least one team worse. No, we've had that. No, when we had Mel Tucker and, and you know, Mitch was a rookie and we had that long neck giraffe that was at quarterback and John Fox and go. No, it was worst team in the league. No, we, was there. we were the worst, worst team in the league? I don't know if we were worse by record, but like. That's what I'm saying. By record, we were never like. The complete worst team in the league. I mean, we I think it was like three seasons last I year by record. In, my, in the last twenty that maybe we were, but I mean, like you you pair that with a Super Bowl appearance, uh, some play a playoff run, yeah. stuff like that. Like we've been, we've been pop eighteen up years. We have, pop yeah, up. like like we've been of note. Like right, yeah. some teams can't see even say they've made a Super Bowl in the entire history of their their organization. So yeah. like we've been of note, and I can see why they ran it. But I say all that to say like. We are in a new era of football, period. So, and just think in one year, Post does this, but in the same time, we we have changed everything. And in two years, we're going to be in entirely, well, hopefully, we may, we may, we know that they're going to get out of Soldier Field, but we don't know exactly where yet. I, that's we'll a see. weird situation. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Kevin Warren said, yeah, but even that, right? Even that situation is different. We were here before, and then they landed a spaceship on top of the columns. That's basically all they did. They were like, let's take out 10,000 seats and put a spaceship in there. Soldier Field, it's new. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I remember old Soldier Field as a kid. And I also I mean, remember the pictures of it. It was falling apart. That was a horrible stadium. It was falling apart. It was old. But then they were like, okay, what's the way for us to move towards the future? Uh, let's not put a dome over anything. Let's just take out 10,000 seats and land a spaceship in it. They didn't make it better. Different I mean, don't mean better. They let the people from the X-Files design it. I mean, what yeah, it, was, it was awful, right? But even now, right, like how Kevin Warren is, is you know, in, in year two of this new regime and year one for Kevin Warren, and realistically, we ain't even hit year one. You're si- You're in a situation now where, you're talking about this organization looking at a city in Illinois and going, you're not going to bully us. We the Chicago Bears. Who are you talking to? We're a billion dollar. We're a multi-billion dollar organization. Like the Bears have never operated like this. 
And this is why I say, right, like when you see them doing things differently, when you see how they're mm -hmm. how how they're positioning themselves, even going into next season. Right. Me and you have both talked about the Bears are still positioning themselves well to go into next year where if things don't work out with Justin. We got an option. If they do work out with Justin, we got a better option. Right. Mm -hmm. Like seeing that at every level of this team is so foreign to most fans. And that's why, right, like. I think that this season is pivotal. That's why I wanted to come in here and talk about the changes from one year to the next. That's why I even write the Nick Bosa money, because the NFL is a weird league. Legitimately, the Panthers could be the worst team in the NFL this season. The Chicago Bears could go on a run. If the Bears start off 3-0, and and I'm not saying that they will. I, I still have us losing to the to the champions. Like I, I would love to go 3-0, and but I still got us losing to the champions. But if the Bears start off 3-0, and We'll find a way to win six more games. I, I I fully believe that all of a sudden it's just like we all, all three and zero. We haven't played. We only played one divisional rival. Yeah, I think we have a great chance. Play one divisional rival, games. right? And you beat that rival. Now, this is not my prediction on what's going to happen, but I do see an opportunity. Like the NFL is such a weird league where there's an opportunity. Of man, they just had a they they had a great start. And guess what? It sparked everything. When we went to the Super Bowl, that's all it was. We got off to a great start. Rex Grossman got off to the hottest start you could possibly get off to that season. And then he started sucking. But the momentum was already up. So it was like... It was already right, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not to say that the beginning of the season is going to be what happens at the end or that it's going to be what the future of this franchise is. But I do think that getting off to those starts and having these situations now where, right, Brian Burns might not play. If the Bears go 3-0, and they end up winning nine games, make a playoff run, whatever that is, and yeah. we get the first pick in the draft. You're positioning yourself to be in the right situation. I think that that's the one thing that I have to give Ryan Poles credit on to start the season. That's the one thing that I have to give Kevin Warren credit on with how he's come into this franchise is I haven't seen – I can criticize moves that you've made, certain ones really. Ryan Poles hasn't had too many of them. Like, I hate them. But mm -hmm. I can't criticize the logic behind them. Not and yet. when I can't criticize your logic, I don't like even with AK, right? Like I don't, I don't like the moves that I, I don't think we made flashy moves this offseason for the Bulls. I understand why he made the moves. We needed a point guard that could shoot threes, and we needed a defender. Got both. I don't know. Christian Wood going to the Lakers for like chump change is taking me off. But anyway. I mean, yeah, but uh, hey, I don't hey, know. hey, Christian Wood is one of those players where it's like, sure, or no, all right, like, 18, <laughs> like I don't care one way or the other. and eight with nearly thirty-seven percent, uh, thirty-nine percent from hey, three. I would have loved. I would. Here's the thing, though. I would have loved it from the three-point aspect, but that fits better with LeBron than what we have here right now. Because no, LeBron need people to shoot threes with. Him. No, I don't. What didn't we do? We didn't shoot threes well. Yeah, we got we we got a point guard that shoots forty percent from three now. Yeah, we got a we got a point guard by name who no one really knew. Uh, we all knew Javon Carter. I don't think nobody knew Javon Carter. He 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 won a ring. Like yeah, he was on get, the team that won a ring. Am I not? Am I? Yeah, he was the backup though. Yeah, I mean he was the backup. Guess he what? Was backup yeah. to the best point guard. But, it, but my, anyway, my we getting off the topic. The topic right. Here. My, my <laughs> point is right, like that. I can see why they made the moves they made. I can't criticize you on why you made the moves you made. I can't do young. that with the Bears. It's too uh, with, young. 
I like I like all the moves. I like Yan. We got Yan. They just paid uh 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 or Brian Burns. We talking about Brian Burns, right? Brian Burns. How old mm -hmm. did I say he was? Twenty five. Brian Burns is gonna probably end up being a guy that gets. Oh, he gonna crack a hundred mil. He, he's he's probably gonna get a hundred ten mil, hundred twenty mil, right? Or he's probably gonna get no. He's probably gonna get a hundred sixty mil with a hundred ten mil guarantee, something like that, something somewhere like that. in that range. We got Yannick and Gakwe for ten. They got a two sack difference. Now Brian Burns does more as far as the run game, better in the run game, different things like that. But as far as sacking the quarterback, it's a two sack difference. Think Yannick had ten and a half sacks last year. We got him for ten million. One year. Guess what? I don't like him. He gone next year. If I do like him, maybe we keep him around. But you're in a position where even all the contracts we signed this offseason, still in a position to go. Mm, Sign another player. I didn't. I didn't really work. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't yeah. like how that looked. I yeah. didn't like how that looked. Let's no. get rid of that. Let's replace that with this. By the way, I love I love Rob. Thank you so much, Rob, for being late to the party. We talked about that about the first 10, 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rob, 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 uh, Rob coming in trying to trying to. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Those shots out there. <laughs> I guess like I'm that. not yeah, shocked I mean, like, that you missed the first half of it. So you got no, I'm not surprised that you guys are. No, it's called a show, Rob. You see, you start off with a certain topic, and by the end of the show, you're talking about different things. That's a conversation, Rob. I'm going to have to get back to frying y'all, bro. Apparently, I didn't got too nice up in this month. Must be talking reckless in the comments if reckless yeah, you'll be getting baked in that chicago espn thing dog i didn't got it i didn't got a little bit too nice out here bro like i still i still will bake you you know what i mean like rob get out your mama basement and stop letting your sister be out there on 79th all right let's get back to the show Jesus but i will Christ. say this again a little young for me to sit there and say i like all these moves some of these things are playing the long game i gotta see how they work out but i also have to separate things that i equate to pose in warren from pace and and from pace basically because i associate a lot of justin's development with pose when realistically he's not even his pick but how he develops him honestly i feel like the coach you put in place that the staff that you put around these players how they develop because i feel like we all are of agreement that we have talent on this team now how disciplined that talent is how they execute how you've worked through just like they were talking about changing Justin's mechanics. Did that really work? I, I saw some film like that. It was like, eh, look, kind of looked the same a little bit, but a little young for me to make that statement too. I can't wait for this first game so we can finally get some real film on it. It's a little young, but it's like, hey, now, but those are the things we grade you on. Like, who did you I'm put a, in play? I'm going to be honest with you. Um, game one of this season will skew how I view this coaching staff heavily. Because you made decisions in training camp, you made decisions in preseason, you made decisions in uh, uh, um, the, the joint practices and different things like that that don't, that in my mind, right, unless you come out and you dominate, didn't have you the best prepared for this Packer game. 
talk to him. Now, I'm fine with you. Listen, I'm always going to be the dude to say, guess what? If he made the right decision, it'll show. If you're right, you're right. Right? I bet. Listen, uh, Nate Davis didn't practice at all. If he come out and craps an all-pro performance, Nate, uh, you'll never hear me talk about practice again. We talking about practice? Not, talking about practice? <laughs> like, listen, I, I would never have talked about practice with Allen Iverson. No. What, what, no. What, what you want him to do? Go out there and drop 25 and, uh, and, and, and seven? Oh, he did that. <laughs> like, I, uh -oh. like, it's certain play. Listen, I'm not talking about practice with Shaq. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not having that conversation with you. You want to know why? Because there's nobody standing out there that can stand in front of him and stop him. I'm not I'm having not the practice conversation. You want to know my favorite thing? Going to training camp last season. Um, not last season, year before last. Year okay. before last. Uh, watching Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack going through training camp. He made he basically didn't need to be there. He going through camp. They got the little cone drill where you go through, you smack it, you smack it, you smack it, and then you you act like you get to the quarterback to tackle, right? Talking about dudes trying to make the teams. They going through. Say, uh, say, uh, say, uh. Khalil Mack go through heat. You already know who I am. Uh, yeah, get about you it. know who I am. Yeah. You know who I am. There's certain players I'm not talking about practice with. So if you make these decisions, I just want to see them play out on the field. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just want to see them play out, right? If, if I'm going to have this. Come on. You, we, we on the same of, line of thought. Cook a little bit. Come on. If, if I'm going to have this conversation of is Matt Eberflus the next coach? Is Matt or is Luke Getze the next head coach or next uh, uh, offensive coordinator to lead us to success? I need to see that now because game one's going to tell me how prepared y'all are. Games mm -hmm. one, game one is going to tell me, okay, the reason we didn't play him in preseason is because he didn't need to play because he already was so prepared in this joint practice. We was good. Now, this is why I had my initial take on why game one didn't have as much weight because we weren't doing anything. Now, I know people are going to say, well, this is preseason. We were not the team to do that. You know who ain't got to play in preseason? Proven QBs. Proven. You have to put a little more out there. This is not just a P-Kid armchair GM take. QBs be playing. <laughs> hey, listen. Proven QBs be playing. All I'm Aaron, saying this, Aaron don't this, play at all. Aaron, this is, Aaron, this is say, Aaron don't Aaron play. Say, but Aaron is 39. He's been in here since he was like, what, what 10? Like, at this point. <laughs> Aaron you said know, you're not going to see these knees out there. Hey, he got four MVPs. You know one thing <laughs> I ain't got to worry about? Is if the, the dude with four MVPs is going to be prepared. I think he yep. got it down packed, right? Yeah. Like, but still. When you sit there and you try to have this momentum, and you we're talking about, you know, you just mentioned if we can go three and no, you get three and no because you're prepared and you're ready to go. Yeah, you know what happens when most teams don't have a good start? I hear it on the broadcast all the time. Well, you know, they didn't have this person available for camp, this, that, and the other. So they're trying to get they were trying to work through some things, this and that. The excuses come. Yeah. And at this point, you can't just keep making the excuses just because we like these players. We can't just well, make excuses think, just because it's our team. No, we, we do do that, though. And it's, a, it's, here's, it's here's every fan part, base though. does it. Here, here's the tough part, though, right? Like, where's where you've set yourself up for the excuses because we had 21 people missing from camp due to injury. True. But it was right. Like, and, and I'm not saying risk your players. I'm, I'm, I'm a person, right? If somebody's legitimately hurt, they legitimately hurt. Don't put them out there. But it, I, I can't – there's got to be somebody that does this study. I, I need somebody to do this study. The correlation between 
how much players don't practice, go hard in, in their preparation versus the injuries that they start the season with compared to, I don't want to say 30 years ago, right? Because 30 years ago, you basically 30 years like, ago, they hey, didn't coach, I'm dead, it. but I can be a body. Like, I, I don't want to say 30 years ago, but I mean, like, let's say I don't want to compare this to any era before where they literally were fighting for scraps to get paid because, yeah, scraps, like, I don't, I don't want that, like that either. Before. I, I don't, I don't even know how to compare it, right? Because it literally went from like, hey, like, we're going to kill you versus, uh, uh, you know, you, you basically don't have to do anything. But here's the thing. I'm with that. You know who I, I can understand you're not running your players out there for? The Eagles. You want to know why? Just made a Super Bowl. I just want to make sure we in sync. Because guess what? Clearly we did something right to click. Let's just make sure we in sync. All right, sit everybody down. The Chiefs. Guess what? No need to do that. Anybody that made a deep playoff run. No need to do that. Bears. No, you need to you needed to be out there. But right, but it's there. not. But like, it's I not. needed more than 19 snaps. Hey, listen, but at least on paper, right? Here's the thing. At least on paper, you can't go out there and look at the Bears and say they didn't put them out there because they didn't want them to play. They can say they didn't put them out there because 90% of the offensive line was dead. So we didn't want to risk Justin Fields getting hurt because the season's over if he gets hurt. But why was the offensive line not out there? Why you know wasn't they just playing? Why was it right? Like I, I think, I think that's my thing. It's like the why. Oh, I nagged myself. That was a tough moment right there. That was gross. I felt that coming out. Um, the the reason why you didn't play these guys doesn't correlate with what it's your not principles. Big are. Hold on, pause. <laughs> what? what, what, what <laughs> no, it got to be in front of you, Doc. Yeah. It got to be in front of you. <laughs> I mean, but if I go like, oh, I got to go like it this. Gotta be in front of you. <laughs> Matt Nagy was out there like, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Trying to get his best Andy Reid impersonation didn't really work. Um, no, but I, I just think right, like the, the hitch principle and how you kept guys out doesn't go together. Right, you can't tell guys I need you to hustle, and then when they get a soft tissue injury, you don't put them out there. I, I get think, it, right? Different things, hamstrings, stuff like that, 100%. I'm with you. But are we talk about like a thigh bruise or something like that? But here's the this thing. It's the NFL. Here's the thing. And, and I see AC says guys were in clear stats for Sunday. No, and I agree with him. Yeah, I agree. Last week, I don't agree no, no, three weeks I agree, ago. I agree. I don't agree three weeks ago. preseason, if you were dealing with anything, you would die. I don't agree three weeks ago, dog. I don't agree him not playing week two in preseason. You want to know why? This is why. You one of the first things that you uh, I, I went back and listened to some of our our takes on Justin and plus our private conversations. You said sometimes Justin don't know when to get down. You know what you learn real easy when you ain't in, in the game you ain't supposed to be in? How to get the heck down and throw the ball away. If it's just that practice, hey, listen, he made the right move. I'm I, I trust it. You know what's not gonna happen a whole well, lot game one. My my thing. You're gonna I force always, them plays. I always want them to get down. I hate seeing my quarterback run into people. Now, at the end of the day, if Justin see you on the other side, he's Run six through five. Me. I'm, I I'm not I'm not like I'm not gonna tackle you. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just saying, right? Like, like the, the DBs that he's seeing are around your size, maybe a little bit bigger. He's six, six, four, six, three, two, he big two sixty. He he big boy. He's a big dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like I, for me, I'm always like, get down, get out the way, don't get hit. You're a quarterback. I don't want to see. 
realistically, right? If I, ugh, yeah, you know I mean, like, I don't want to see it, but like, I, I get paid. I can deal to with you. it. What I, what I don't I get paid. Hit, to you get paid to throw slide. What I, what I don't want to see from Justin Fields is, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think this week one is also gonna give me just a bit of a sample of what the rep, what the NFL believes in this kid with. Because the one thing Justin Fields wasn't last year was protected. And I'm not just talking about from his offensive line. By the the referees letting late hits come through every nope. – I'm talking about dudes pushing them over, knocking them down. Like, you, we, we can't see that this season. That's a fact. And I need to see my head coach in those moments saying, you can't let my quarterback get hit like that. You can't like, – it can't be, oh, he a rookie. You don't get them calls. I remember I heard a ref say that to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got hit late. They landed on him. Bow. He got up. He said, yo, ref, that's a late hit. He said, you don't get that call yet, young fella. What? Hey, Sir, ref, I'm, I'm, check it out. <laughs> you don't get you don't that get respect that there, ref. Like, that, one, that, one, that one threw me <laughs> off. I, now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. The ref, wanna, we do want to do some Packers breakdown on this. We got about 10 minutes left in the show. Appreciate you guys tuning in, showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do Talk Chicago Sports daily on this channel. Only channel, Talk Chicago Sports, how Chicago talk. Uh, the Bears might have a little bit of an advantage heading into this game. Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson missing practice could miss practice the entire week. At a minimum, they're going into this game with no practice. And, you know, they need all the, the rapport that they can build up with, with Jordan Love to this point. That is an advantage that the Bears it, – it's shaping up for the Bears to be victorious in this game. It's shaping up for the Bears to go ballistic in this game to me um, because basically what you're saying is Jordan Love might be heading into this week one with no weapons. Now, that's not out there yet. That's not done. It's set in stone yet. But hamstring injuries for both guys, it's hard to just come back from a hammy. I don't know if Toradol is still legal in the NFL, but uh, you know that's that takes a lot of Toradol. Something is legal in the NFL because uh, oh, they got something. For they you. got something. It just may not be named that. <laughs> uh, you know what? Depending on who you ask, I always look at Vegas now. You all, thanks to the Breeze chat, I, I've been paying attention to what point. Vegas say a lot more. Like I'm not a gambling man. But for some odd reason, them scores be real close. Be real close, bro. Hey, I swear. Like it be scripted almost. Bro, I, seen a the I seen a college game on, I want to say it was on Saturday. Literally, they will dominate. They didn't need it, bro. I'm talking about it was four seconds left. They run the touchdown in. They was up like 30 points, bro. They run a touchdown in. I said, he got to know the money line. I don't know what what I don't know what the money line is. He gotta know it. He gotta have an over on this game or something like that. Somebody <laughs> did something. Coach said something. So Vegas has it, depending on it's it's kind of split. But almost it's basically even. a pick 'em. I think the Bears are a one point favorite at home. That might move to a three point favorite at home. They usually give you three points just for being the home team. Yeah, the Bears right now are the favorite by a slim margin. And uh yeah. But that also gives means that, that you should probably look at the fact that the Packers have a good chance. I ain't saying well, they're going to get outright beat us. I'm just saying that they got a good chance. No, I think it means Vegas has no idea what the Bears are. And so they're like, well, listen, they were still a three-win team last year. I think it says more about how far they believe that the Bears have come 
that they're like, listen, the Bears might win this game, but they might not. But they were a three-win team last season. No, three-win team got last Justin season. Fields ranked pretty high. Yeah, they got him ranked fit pretty high. I think they got a good idea. I really think the the, the unknown is jo- uh, Jordan Love because uh, I mean, 100%. and rightfully so. Like we've seen none of that, and that's why this game is so pivotal for our coaching staff because a lot of people came from over there. A lot I'm of people. I'm going to say this. This is my expectation for the game. I think Jordan Love looks great for the first 20 plays. Whatever those 20 plays are going to be, I think Jordan Love is going to look great for the first hey, 20 Hey, baby, plays. I think I need you to count plays more because 20 plays is a whole lot of plays. I done seen some six-play drives. That's, that's, your, that's, your, that's your script pretty much. A, a six-play drives go, go, you know, put on some put on some. Oh, points. yeah, for sure, right? But, but, people put up some but, three-play but drives. I think, I think Jordan Love can run the script. The question and why I'm even questioning the coaching staff, why I was talking about the coaching staff and different things like that, is if your defense is ready to go, when you adjust to what their script is and you adjust to what they're doing, is Jordan Love going to be able to adjust back? The one thing that we haven't seen from Jordan Love in his time, he's only got one start, I get it, but is the adjustment. It's the adjustment, yep. That flip. That you and we didn't you don't see that in preseason. One, everybody's playing vanilla defenses, right? It's like, what are you playing in this game? Oh, we playing single high. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I could I could throw touchdowns on that. What are you playing? We playing man. Most people are playing man. I actually expect them to hey, be. Guess able who to do looked that. great against man? Guess who was dominant against man? I'm talking about I'm not even talking about like literally legitimately dominant. Jerry Goff. Mitch Trubisky. Wow, well, I was about to say Jared Goff. Was Jared Goff is also dominant versus man. <laughs> you, but you, you know why? Because you're not really going to run man with a quarterback that can yeah. throw the football. Like, you're just not, right? Like, I, you're usually. I, Mitch was down. I'll never forget the six touchdown game. Man. All man. Game. All game. Hey, Detroit, right? Yeah. Oh, Light them up. Six, six touchdowns. Lighting them up. Detroit. Every time Detroit played them, man. Cooking them. I think Mitch record versus Detroit is like five and one. I put it to you this way. You're absolutely right, and I agree with you. How does he adjust? I got to see it from Fields as well. I can't. I got to see more than just, I'm a run. But I've seen that. I've seen him. I've. You know what? I, I saw him survive. And I think someone with the will to win, you know, you're going to make something like that. I, I mean, this is going to sound crazy. But like Geno Smith last season, Geno Smith knew that this was his last shot. He survived. He had a heck of a season. Do you think you're going to get this same Geno Smith moving forward? Probably not. I saw Justin Fields survive. I saw saw him do what he had done in college. Hey, listen, this pass game ain't here. I don't have Ohio uh, O-line. I don't have Ohio receivers. But you know what? I got a whole lot. It's a 22-minute highlight film of it. Yeah. I ran my butt off for all those who say he, he was a pocket passer. That man got a whole lot of running, uh, running highlights. Whatever he ran his butt off, and that's what he did. He survived, and I'm not, I'm not clowning him for that. He should have yeah. done that. That's that's what I want my QB to have that type of dog in him. That he's like, all right, this ain't working. I need to do something, and if I got to take it myself, I'm gonna take. It. I like it. We ain't seen that QB last by, long. By, hey, by the way, like by it. the way. That back just back to that earlier tweet. Two of your most, your two of your top three targeted wide receivers last season, not on the team no more. Not on the team anymore. <laughs> that tells you. So that tells you who he was throwing it to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I'm I'm happy to to know that he has that ability. Now it's like, hey, don't get typecasted. Since we are yeah. going by off the school, don't get typecasted. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. be the the this is all he can do type QB. Because I want to yeah. see Ohio Justin. 
Now, I don't think we will see the same Ohio Justin because, uh, Ohio with, frankly, he Justin just ain't got that. He ain't got that dominant O line. Ohio Justin will never exist because that offensive line doesn't exist in the NFL. It's impossible. I don't care who. I don't care how great your offensive line is. Tom Brady still only got three seconds. Tom Brady had a timer put in. If that football was not out of his hand in two and a half seconds, he said, "It's on me." Now, there are times where you're going to get four or five seconds, right? There are times where you're quick. But two and a half, three seconds is the best you're going to get in the NFL. Justin Fields and that old line could be like, said, huh? Hey, so uh, I was talking to Shorty the other night, I man. I kid you, you not, know, y'all. She, she I was, kid she you was not. Killing me. You know, she she crazy, though. She she either. Hold on. Let me throw this. Shout out to, uh, I think it was Crit. Shout out to Jay Crit. I, was, I think I just got through talking with him. But I, we were talking about it. And he has so much time. He has so much exist. time where well, he can sit there and go, oh, that's not there. How about you over here? All yeah. right. Nope. Okay, I might run this now. Like, he don't have that time. NFL open is not college open. And if you got it, that's what I want to see. That's the evolution of his game. And that's something that comparatively, which is why I hate these comparisons, Lamar Jackson knows how to do that. I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson fan. Y'all already know that. It's just not my. He's not my preferred style of kid. Lie to you, kid, kids, kids. <laughs> but my, hey, listen, he you're really my fantasy don't, I don't team. What, I don't know what the beef is, bro. It's cool. It's 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 Kobe White he's levels not, out he's, here. No, yeah. no, he's not my. He's not my preferred style of QB. That's all it is. I mean, listen, and, I, they, and people put him as the best QB. You don't like Jalen Hurts either. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't like Jalen Hurts. It's that I don't believe he's the best QB in the league. I don't think nobody believe he's the best QB in the league. Dog, just take a take a trip down memory lane. Go back to when they was making the Super Bowl and that people were sitting there saying that he was the second best QB in the league. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He got a good team. It's not the second best QB in the league. Hey, listen, he got a good team. Like, just listen, get, be thankful listen, he got a good team. He got a good opportunity. He's making the most QB. of it. He still was a good QB, but <laughs> dog, he ain't. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, this this, this let's do this. Let's do this. Last four minutes. Let's is Jalen Hurts a top two QB in the league? Chat, I want to hear, is he a top two QB in the league? Is he top two? No, he's not top two. Is he top three? He's probably top three. I I will put him above Josh Allen. For some reason, Josh Allen, for, for some, yeah, no, for sure. For some reason, Josh Allen, we just kind of overlook the fact that, like, he <laughs> leads the league in turnovers. <laughs> No, he didn't leave the league in turnovers. Oh, fumbles, fumbles included. I said, it was, uh, maybe interceptions too. I don't think he's. I think I Josh think Allen he... led the league in interceptions last season. No, Dak, Dak Prescott did. Gross. <laughs> it was only fifth to, to to lead the league in turnover uh, interceptions and only throw fifteen of them is actually impressive, though. I I, I just say that. Um, I believe it's Dak Prescott because he didn't play the whole season, but he had fifteen. It is Dak fifteen interceptions? Yeah. Um. That so maybe case, it was turnovers. Maybe it was just turnovers. I think it was just turnovers. I think he's a. I think it was fumbles included. Fumbles, fumbles for loss, right? A fumble's not recovered. Josh Allen has the most turnovers by a quarterback in 2022 with 19. 19, yeah. That's a lot of turnovers, bro. Because him and Justin Fields were tied for for fumbles, right? But he actually lost his. Justin yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Justin, that, Justin, Justin be fumbling all over the place, but fall on the football. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Uh, but, but see, I would I would put I would put Jalen Hurts above Josh Allen. I put him above Lamar too. I wouldn't put him over Joey B. No, Joey B's two. You said top three. So you, I did Mahomes, say top three. Joey B, Jalen Hurts. 
Now, granted, right? Like, to grain of salt, Deshaun Watson didn't play football really last season. Deshaun Watson ain't played in two years. Best QB in football. So if Deshaun Watson come out and keep and and turn back into Deshaun Watson, (laughs) that is crazy. Mikey said Dak is the first quarterback to not play the whole season and still lead the league. Hey, but even that right there, I'm a narrative dude though. Like I'm not. I don't care. Hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish this. Let me finish this, though. Let me finish hey, this. I'm, I'm a narrative hey, dude. Hey, hey, nah, nah. Dude, right? See, because I'm all, nah, because I'm important. that kid. No, I'm no, this kid. is important, bro. Hold you got to hear me hold out. Up, hold you got to hear me up. out. Let me say this. Let me say this real quick. Because Kid did not like Dak Prescott until I said, he the black Kirk Cousins. And then Kid was defending this man <laughs> left and right. I was like, wait a minute. No. You can't be disappointed no. like that. Anyway, Kirk O'Bay's got it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Kirk O'Bay's got it. Listen. No, narratives matter. Go back and look at them INTs. He got about six of them where that receiver coughed that joint and coughed it up. That matters. All up, That's all I'm saying. That matters. And the reason why I'm saying that matters is because we are and have been at times the bad news bears. If Justin goes out there and he's giving out good, uh, he's making great passes, but something yeah. else is going wrong and it ends up on his stat line, the narrative is going to be next, last year. Remember, he had 19, whatever. This is just putting it out there. No yeah. one's going to look at the circumstances, and the circumstances matter. That's why I say the narratives matter. It's going to be important to have your team ready for this game because you didn't really play them all preseason. But see, okay, I think, cool. I think, but if you go out there and you leading the league in penalties, guess what? You know what we gonna say? That's why. That's what. That's why you play preseason. I think that's a good one, actually, Lamont. But see, that's tough, though, because it's also about what you want. Lamont named a good one. Aaron Rodgers, talent-wise, is better than Jalen Hurts. But it also matters if you can get out the first round of the playoffs. And I, I'm sorry, the last two years? That's, that's, Didn't that's he hard. win a uh, MVP last, well, last year? Last year, I can't last year I can't say that's on there. And they, they had rookie receivers, all of that. But that year before, when they lost to uh, San Francisco? That's on he there. looked bad. That's on air. He didn't look like Come Aaron. No, no, he, no. He looked, he looked bad. Like hey, you got beat by Jimmy G. And Robbie Gold, which was cool, but but come on, dog. Like, that was that was that was the, that's the worst version of Aaron Rodgers. Where I was like, man, he really can't win in the playoffs. But I just think that you know, to to me, I look at you mentioned narrative, and narrative is such a good thing to bring up. And we got to get out of here, but but I, I want to say this too. You mentioned the narrative. People don't want to believe, even though what we saw last season, we said at the beginning of last season, if we see this, I will be okay with Justin Fields. We saw a lot of them passes where Justin Fields keeps drives going. And your best receiver was Equinamia St. Brown, and that ball go through his hands. Are we driving down the field? All we need is a field goal to win this game. I, I, Isaiah Smith, Marset, or Mar- Mazaret, Olivet Nazarene, whatever that boy name was, ends up getting stripped. <laughs> right? Like we saw, we saw it get to a point where what we said, if we see these things, we won't be upset about Justin that. Well, Bears fans are still, you know, and that's that's why I say, yes, I agree with you on the thing of narrative. But narrative is set unbiased. Unbiased narrative is set nationally, and nationally, people ain't paying attention to that. Nationally, they sit there, they open up their computer at the end of the day, say, Why would I watch Chicago Bears? They won three games. All right, let's see what they did. Oh, Justin Fields threw uh one, one, uh, 
One inter or uh, one touchdown today. Ran in two, but uh, the Bears lost this game. Oh well, that, that's a terrible game. He's he's a running back. It's like no. Well, it'd be nice if receivers could catch passes. You know, Darnell Mooney if he just like leans to the right. That's a fact. Falls in the end zone on the win. Bayless Jones doesn't fumble. Right, like all of a sudden, like we will sit here and tell you that the Bears lost the white, even though I did say Justin Fields is the reason we lost the Washington game. I, you could score more points than that, but we'll sit here and talk about right. The Bears lost this game for this reason, but the national narrative will sit here and talk about Justin Fields didn't perform in this game. What did you see from him? And I say I saw a lot. I saw receivers not catching it though. I, there are very few moments I felt like he dominated from with his passing prowess. Even with even with the receivers being not up to snuff and everything like that, there's very few moments where I felt like, you know what, Justin can drive this team there. I I I didn't feel that way. So I'm not saying that to be critical. I'm just saying I didn't really see it. That's where I'm much like what Shady McCoy says. Y'all didn't see this, but y'all putting him on this pedestal. I'm not putting him on the pedestal. I think he has a talent. I think he can do it. I think this is the year to evaluate it. But the hype around him is so loud that it makes every game that much more intense or valuable when it comes to this. Because the one thing I will say is you see how the narrative shifted when people said, okay, you got a young QB. He's going to be something. He's special. He just broke this record and stuff like that. We were a three-win team. They were talking about us on the national media. They ain't never talked about us like that, being a three-win team. But now they're talking about us like that, right? That same pendulum swings back. because. We quickly went from 12 and four to you got to get your QB out of there. What is pace doing stuff like that? Remember, it only took two seasons to go from GM of the year to fired. Oh, yeah, it's quick. It but happens I think, really I quick think, in the NFL. I think and, the part right, like even even with whatever Shady's narrative is, which I can't listen to Shady too long. Right. What Shady's not going to say is of all those people I named that got that aren't on teams or on different teams now. Uh, five of them were very important people in Justin Fields' life last season. That's a fact. Three of them were supposed to protect him. Two of them were supposed to catch the football. None of them did it. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? On like, that note, man. I don't know what to say after that. I, I ain't got I'm nothing. I'm just saying. I ain't I'm got just nothing. saying. If we go bring up narratives, let's bring up what's happening. I just went through that. I, I, I went through that entire list of players that are no longer on teams anymore. Five of them were people that were very important to Justin Fields last season. Now, I, granted, I got nothing, right? Chief. I got nothing. Listen, Chief. DJ Moore, <laughs> uh, 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 Nate Davis, right? Uh, Braxton Jones this year. Like you got, you got some some Dar Darnell Wright. Yeah, all pro Darnell Wright is being dubbed. I think he is gonna be nasty. I ain't gonna lie to you, that boy. That boy be killing people. But uh, if Darnell Wright, right, like uh, you got names in there, where now I can look at it and be like, no, I, I don't care uh, what you say. You should be able to do something because uh, I saw Joey B do this. And, yes, I do compare you to what is great because we just hoping that you can be something like that. No, dog. You can't compare him to Joey B. You want to you know why I can compare him to Joey B? You can't be – if you can't be 70% of what he did while he got sacked more than you did, and I can name three of the people on your team that are dead – Nah, you 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 got to do something. Joey B is a better passer than he was walking in. He's a better passer now. Joey B is a special. Like I, you can't do that. Joey like, B had opportunity to throw to people that could catch the football. 
This season I'm talking about. Okay, I got you. I'm talking about this season coming up. Because you know what's going to happen, right? Like, if we lose this game week one, well, our offensive line got hurt. No, what? Lucas Patrick out there? Now it depends on what happens in the game. Lucas Patrick out there, though. You don't get excuses when you have number one weapons now. Yeah, number one weapons. And, And I can't give you excuses when I'm watching people literally die every week and still make plays. Joey B gets murdered every week. They don't protect that investment at every all. week. They hate hey, him. Hey, that that man's gonna end up leaving that. He, well, he, he be will be next. the king of Cincinnati. They hate him. Hey, man, listen, he's he gonna be the next Andrew Luck the way they be letting him get hit. Pat Mahomes is kind of the same way at times. Now it's not Pat do it to himself, season. though. Pat Mahomes be getting hit a lot. Well, listen, when my only weapons are tight end. <laughs> Who was his next best receiver last year? Hey, Juju? His, he even admitted it. His worst flaw is he tries to extend every play, which puts his lineman in a bad situation. You can't extend every play, dog. Hey, listen, I, I hate to tell y'all this. That's that's the quarterback we got. Ooh, God dang, Damien. Listen, I, I wanted to get off before cooking somebody, but God, good Lord. You're going to just compare him to the person who just uh, threw 15,000 yards in like three seasons? No, nah, I'm not comparing him to that. Now, you want to say decision-making, maybe, but heck no. Nah. What? No, I, hey, hey, real talk. When we gonna have this conversation? Because uh, if if Lamar Jackson or somebody else did this, uh, they'd be getting cooked every day. But we gonna have a hey, Justin Herbert ain't him. I guess we kind of did have that conversation. We've already had that conversation. I, I'm still on that. <laughs> I'm still on that conversation. I'm not off of that one yet. Hey, <laughs> who? I I want to say this. I don't rank him top five. I do think he's a top ten talent, though. I can't deny that. The stats, oh, yeah. you can't. He's, a, he's a he's a top ten talent. He's a Jared top 10 Goff talent. Last season is a top ten talent. Yeah, but like outside of but that, the, like, the, he, the problem is the problem is I think you got one, two, three. The rest of y'all, <laughs> eh, I think it's a legit five. I think it's a five game five man outlier. I would say maybe Josh Allen. Josh Allen's probably in there, right? Josh Allen's probably four. I got Josh as four. Josh is four. I got five Deshaun Watson probably, as, a, as a de facto five number is, five. Five is probably Dak. Like you quickly no. get to Dak Prescott. How you get to Dak Prescott before you named Deshaun? Because Deshaun didn't play last year. He was dead. And when he did play, he was garbage. Now, listen, can he come back this year and take over five? For sure. He could take over one, honestly, if he go out there and cook. Still has the prettiest throw in football. You worried about pretty. Tua got an ugly throw and played better than him, and he died three games. Actually, died Tua right didn't have a year and a half on the bench. Hey, that man was knocking off Russ because they didn't allow him to practice. No, Tua, Tua had two years of his coach really not giving up about him and sending him out there to die. Basically. And that ball still be floating through the air like this, <laughs> hey, and I don't be understanding into the it. hands of a receiver, though. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know I mean, like, like uh, realistically, like, can Deshaun do it? 100%, but like, will he? I don't know. I hope Patrick so. Mahomes, I think so. Joey B. Let's just say Jalen Hurts because I mean he, he's. I top got Jalen Hurts three, four. Justin, Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. Who you got for Aaron Rodgers? I got Deshaun. I mean, you got Deshaun off of what he did three years ago. Okay, that's fair. No, that's fair. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun. That's what fair. He did three years. That's ago. fair. Hey, listen, if we're talking about top five receivers in the league, give me Michael Thomas then. <laughs> uh, nah. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, he's he didn't play because he was injured. Deshaun was just weird. That's just different. That's a whole different thing, right? 
then you got Lamar Jackson. You got you got to put uh, Lamar Jackson. I, mean, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. You really might have Herbert there. Like even as bad as he, like Herbert might be five. Herbert is but not what, bad. He just has bad decision making. At what I'm saying is, you quickly get to the. But here's the thing: you named your four, and you quickly get to the. Okay. Hey, List. five to fifteen is a wash. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> <laughs> five to fifteen is is a toss up because every one of them QBs have deficiencies, right? Justin Herbert will sit there and try to throw you in and out of a game. He's very Philip Rivers esque. You see how that ended up with field with no kill field. It's gonna end hey. up the same way for Justin Herbert. You don't like Only to have thing. to like Kirk Cousins, but guess what? He's very much on the side of Jimmy G. They could get you some wins. They could fill up a stat sheet. They will be accurate on paper. Hey, I ain't going to lie to you. I'd rather have Kirk than Jimmy G. Oh, absolutely. Kirk plays 16 games. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. I forgot Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Hey, Sunshine. I still want to see him run that back. I liked what I saw in the second half of last season, but I seen a hot second half of the year. I watched all of Ryan Fitzpatrick's career. And he had. You're getting a half a year. He had a bad coaching uh situation, stuff like that. He went through some turn, some turnover and still kind of put and still put out a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta put some respect on his name. Right now, he's oh, no, I, he's, listen, the, I, I he's the best of his great. draft class so far. Who's the best in the draft class? Trevor. He's the best of his draft class so far. Trevor, yeah. Well, well Trey's dead. And Justin is, we'll see. Man, we didn't talk another 10 minutes. Make it off the show. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. Only channel talk Chicago sports. Hot Chicago talk. So stay in tune with us, man. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I think everybody in the studio tomorrow. So that'll Everybody's be fun. Uh, Sitting here with the uh, super producer and uh, the pettiest man alive. So we'll see. Uh. You know, we, we'll get that in. Ringo is uh, rebuilding. Re, Ringo rebuilding the home studio. So shout out to him. Uh, Ringo's studio finna be cold. I ain't even gonna stunt with you. But uh, yeah, man. So that's where he's been at. And uh, man, we got more content coming y'all way. Y'all stay in tune with us. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.